and welcome to the Trailer Island Podcast. Is that, I, is that is that an Irish accent? No, no, no I think I'm, I think, I'm trying to do the accent from the movie, Steve. I think oh. it, is it is it a Canada accent? Yeah, I think it's Canadian. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. Eh? <laughs> Sorry, guys. I, was... I need your support. All right. Hey, Tony Valonga. Hey, Tony Valonga. Hey, Lip. Is that what they call him? Yeah, they call him Tony Lip. Tony Lip. Yeah, not the Lip. Just no, Tony specifically. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we're the Trailer Island Podcast. We do films versus their trailers. Did the film deliver what the trailer promised? And it's another Wednesday. It's another episode. And uh, I think we're a little bit excited about this one. Is that, I, that I think, fair? Yeah, I think that's fair. I think all three of us are kind of uh, buzzing about this one. Given, given that I'm so excited about the accent for starters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. I, I think this is... Uh, I'm excited to talk about this one, if, I, if I'm honest. I think this is going to be some interesting discussion. Has its controversies. Mm. I'm excited to say the name Mahershala a lot, because I really like that name. Mahershala. Mahershala. Will that be your first child's name? I think so, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, that's good. Glad to know. Uh, yeah, I'm Alex, and I'm joined by... Matthew. Steve Herschler. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Deary me, you never, you never, you, you, you do the strangest voices. Right, no, I do the strange voices, you do the strange names, that's right, isn't that's it? That's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, oh look, the music's almost done. Yay. So we've been the Good Trailer Island Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so if you haven't haven't guessed already, we dropped some pretty deep hints as to what we're talking mm. about this week. Mm. Yes, uh, and if you haven't seen the film, they would make no sense to you whatsoever. That's right, we're, we've yeah. talked about Mahershala, we've talked about Brooklyn accents. Mm. We're obviously talking about Transformers this week. Yeah, it's finally <laughs> happened. It's the week we're doing Transformers 2, Actually, The Dark of... No, that's Return of the Fallen, which that's the third one, The Dark of the Moon, is Oh, we're not having this conversation again. <laughs> okay. This week, we are talking about Green Book. Yeah, some guy called over here, a doctor. He's looking for a driver. You interested? I am not a medical doctor. I'm a musician. I'm about to embark on a concert tour in the Deep South. What other experience do you have? Public relations. Do you foresee any issues in working for a black man? You and the Deep South? There's going to be problems. Promise me you're going to write me a letter. No problems. Tell me that don't smell good. I've never had fried chicken in my life. You people love the fried chicken. You have a very narrow assessment of me, Tony. Yeah, right? I'm good. Interacting with some of the wealthiest people in the country. It is my feeling that your addiction Oof. could use some finessing. Oh, why are you breaking my balls? Because you can do better, Mr. Balalonga. Dear Dolores. I saw Dr. Shirley play the piano. He's like a genius, I think. Come on, take it easy. I prefer not to get grease on my blanket. Ooh, I'm gonna get grease on my blanket. This gentleman says that I'm not permitted to dine here. I'm afraid not. How does he smile and shake their hands like that? Because it takes courage to change people's hearts. What are you doing? A letter. May I? Dear Dolores, sometimes you remind me of a house. You know this is pathetic, right? Put this down. The distance between us is breaking my spirit. Falling in love with you was the easiest thing I have ever done. P.S. Kiss the kids. That's like clinging a cowbell at the end of Shostakovich's is a seven. And that's good. It's perfect, Tony. Come on, get out now. You never win with violence. You only win when you maintain your dignity. You don't know your own people. You, Mr. Big Shot, doing concerts for rich people. So if I'm not black enough, and if I'm not white enough, then tell me, Tony, what am I? Don't you call me 
Anyone can sound like Beethoven. But your music, what you do, only you can do that. What do we do about the bones? We do this. <laughs> <laughs> Pick it up, Tony. Squirrels would eat it anyway. Pick it up. What a terrific trailer. Mm. It's, uh, it's a mix of like comedy and drama and yeah, but yeah. I don't think that uh, that missells the film at all. I think that's pretty pretty spot on on what we're what we're expecting there. I don't I don't think it plays out quite to. It's more drama than it is comedy. Oh, I would disagree because you um, I I actually laughed. I mean I mean it's in a good way. I'm not laughing at the movie. I'm laughing with it. But I laughed a lot in this film. I thought it was very. I mean obviously there was some. Great moments of, of drama in this, but I thought it was some very funny moments in this as well. This would be the second time I've seen it. I saw it in theatre. I felt like I got more comedy notes the second time around. But right. I, I do agree with you. Like The first time watching it, you really focused on the on the drama and yeah. the themes. Well, I think that that trailer is quite well constructed. And it, and it is, I think, a good template for mm. telling the story of a movie in a trailer. It doesn't give too much away, mm. I don't think. I, I would, Yeah, I would agree. I, I find that you get a really good taste of what you're going to see in this movie. And it kind of does actually sort of touch on everything, all the different themes in the film. But like we say, you have no idea how it's going to play out, really, in, from that trailer. Yeah. It doesn't give away the ending as such. Now, this, this film was a request because you mm. can request, send in a request for us to do. And this week it came from my sister because uh, <laughs> she was like, you know, you should do this. And her name's Jessie and she lives in the fine city of Port Augusta, which is located 280 kilometres north of Adelaide with a population of 14,000 people. It has a lovely breach, a bridge, a salt lake, an arid botanic gardens, a water tower lookout and plenty of chicken shops. So visit Port Augusta today where my sister Jessie lives. Was that an Irish accent? I, I don't know, but I really want to go to Port Augusta. <laughs> <laughs> that was brilliant. I just thought to do a shout out. You yeah, know? no, I love that. That was great. That yeah. was great. <laughs> can, we, can we make that a running thing, please? That was brilliant. Yeah, send us where you, who you are and where you're from. Yeah, and, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll plug your we'll town. We'll plug your town. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We're doing our bit for tourism. Exactly. Now, talking of towns, this film is well starts in New, New York. York. New York. York. Oh, that was quite good. New so, York. Yeah, that was good. Yes, perfect. Was it? I thought that was good. Okay. I don't have the best English I, I, accent, I, so... Shall I'm going to take the compliment. <laughs> I'm going to take the compliment. Shall we talk about the premise of the movie? Please? Yes, please do. Yes, so um, this film starts... We're, we're introduced to Viggo Mortensen's character, uh, Tony. Mm-hmm. I forget the character's last name. Valalonga. I'm not even going to attempt that. But yes, what Steve said. And um, he is, he's sort of a fixer, really. He kind of does all kinds of things. And he sort of, he's, we established that he's basically had a lot of jobs leading up to when we first see him in this movie where he's working at a club as a waiter slash whatever the house wants him to be, I think is fair to say. He sort of sorts out any issues that may occur as well. He's in public relations. Exactly, as, as, he, as he's so um, beautifully illustrated in the trailer, um, he can sort th- sort people out if is is mm. required. Look, he's not very well off, you know. He's sort of just making ends meet, mm. but hence doing all these different jobs. And a job comes up to basically be a driver for a doctor, 
just down into the south of the states, and he goes, "Yeah, well, why, why not? I'm a doctor, sure, sure whatever." His it's, family's a bit strapped for cash. Yeah. He's got two kids, mm-hmm. two kids. Um, Linda Cardellini is his wife, who I had an absolute crush on. <laughs> oh, everyone episode. has a yeah. Freaks and geeks was awesome. Hmm. Scooby Doo. Uh, but she's in Scooby Doo. She's uh, Velma. <gasps> oh, that's that. Yeah. I, yeah, that explains. She's a lot Hawkeye's now. wife, isn't she? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. No wonder I recognised her. Anyway, so yeah, so he goes, yeah, absolutely, I'll, t- I'll take this job. But then he realises when he goes to meet this this doctor that he's not a medical doctor, as again is in the trailer. Again, the trailer is very succinct. He's actually a, a doctor of music, and he's also a person of colour. And this is set in the 50s, 60s? 60s. 60s. So obviously, you're going into the South of America. They're not very tolerant of, of that back then. And mm. that's sort of the... This is based on a true story as well, which I find pretty incredible that they were brave enough or stupid enough yeah. to go and do this. And it's about him. He has his own beliefs challenged somewhat as well, I think, because he's quite traditional in his thinking of the mm, time, perhaps. Yeah. And um, it's about basically them going, just doing that. It's, just, it's a road trip movie, really. It is, yeah. And I, and I love that. It's about, and they get into some trouble here and there, and it's about them figuring it out, basically. I think that's fair to say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I actually found it interesting. Well, the trailer spends a lot of time on the love story between Vigo's character and his wife. And within the movie itself is maybe... It, a bookend? It's, bookend it's, kind of it's, it's just bits and pieces throughout the film, which are lovely accents because it actually, I think, it's what kind of brings them together a oh, little bit. Yeah. It's great that yeah. Vigo's character wasn't a womanizer. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. He was yeah. just... He was passionate about his wife. And he writes these letters. He's like... Today I eat a ha- I eat a hamburger, <laughs> which I love. I love that. It's so um, endearing. <laughs> and I guess it, you know that's who his character was. And then Ali's character helps him to write more passionate letters. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't. What, what I forget the name of the character. No, uh, oh, Donald Shirley. Shirley. Donald, Donald Shirley. Donald Shirley. Thank yeah. you. Sorry, that's a, that's an important piece of information. <laughs> Sorry, by Mahershala Ali. I'll see. He's got another one in. Mm. Um, and I think it's fair to say this film at its core, is about the friendship that they form. Yeah, it's, it's a friendship movie, really. Yeah. And it, like we say, based on a true story. Um, so I feel like we're sort of kind of okay with um, spoilers on this one. I don't really want to ruin it because it is... Well, I, I found the story perhaps a bit basic in a sense that you could put two different characters with yeah. different views in any situation and write some story about how they help change each other's views. Mm. But mm. I think in this case, albeit a rather simple premise in that respect the situation that they're put into is certainly challenging Mm -hmm. and i think that's why it was such a popular film Mm. is that it tells that story really well it's taken a really basic concept yeah thrown a really difficult twist on it and i guess treated it with respect and i I think this would probably be the new template for a, a road buddy movie you know. Right. It's one of the better ones I've seen. So when we did Uncle Frank um, mm, last year, yeah. Steve, you brought up Green Book. Yes, yes. And so I had that in mind when I watched this and I thought, yeah, actually, I can see where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. But I do think this film does a better job of that kind of... Well, I think it makes it easier for the audience. It's an oh, okay, easier film yeah. for the audience. It's it is a bit more, more accessible. palatable yes. compared yes. to Uncle Frank, which I think does... I think I prefer as a road trip film because it's a bit more challenging in yeah. its concept. Yeah. Or, or it's a little uglier. Yes. Like yeah. some of the things, you, you know, it doesn't shy away from... Uh, there are heavier themes, I think, in that movie than in this one. Well, they're both actually quite similar films when you think about it. I, I would call Uncle Frank more of a family drama than a road movie. Yeah. Because um, it spends probably, you know, a third of that film actually sort of 
within the midst of a family yeah. drama. Yep. This one is spent entirely on the road. Yeah. This and one I, is, and I love yeah. that. My favourite thing is also how you've got someone so sophisticated in Dr. Shirley and then you've got Tony, mm-hmm. who's also just... I wouldn't say oblivious, but also kind of has this childlike excitement. Like when he gets to Kentucky and gets KFC in Kentucky, it's like the best day ever for him. It's like, this is amazing. Yeah. And I just love that kind of, he finds such simple joy in that kind of stuff. But then, you, but then you contrast it to Dr. Shirley's, you know, sophistication and he loves the finer things, you know. And they kind of play on that. Like they, they both take things from each other, you know, that, that kind of exchange that, mm-hmm. that you get. Yeah. Yeah. The bits that I really love, you know how he talks about how he's an honest, he's actually an honest, Tony's an honest man. Mm-hmm. He doesn't lie. Yeah. And so when he wants to do something or he has an opinion about something, he doesn't hide that. <laughs> and, yeah, okay. you know, it's presented, as you say, in sort of this childlike enjoyment of yeah. things. And, you know, when he misinterprets what a word might mean, if it's insulting him, he takes it as a compliment. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, if something's a bit complicated, he's like, you know, what are you trying, what are you saying to me, man? What's going on yeah. here? And I thought Vigo just did that so well. He mm. did. He it's did. been, what, 20 years since he did Lord of the Rings? Yeah. And, and, and he almost seems like a completely different no, guy. And, and I know it sounds a little bit kind of an obvious point to make because Lord of the Rings was obviously such a huge thing, but I hadn't seen him in anything else other than, than this, um, so other than Lord of the Rings before I saw this. And so for me, I was completely blown away by the fact it's like that I never once thought there's Aragon. Mm-hmm. He's a, his yeah. performance is so captivating and just you go, that's he's a different person. It's brilliant. The accent helps with that. The accent does help a bit. It does break that mould a little bit. It does a bit. But um, he's he's very good in this. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and he's, he's obviously put on the kilos for it as well because he's yeah. really... He's a chunky boy. I'm he's glad that he, uh, he justified my um, fast food addiction throughout this movie. I felt good about that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I should get KFC as well while I'm watching if, this. If you want a, a palate cleanser perhaps from your Aragorn fantasy. Um, <laughs> have you seen Eastern Promises? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay, so that's he plays a gangster in that as well. Okay, yeah, that'll 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 it's quite cl- a violent movie, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, cool. Did, did, he, we, did he do a history of violence as well? He did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So watch those two films, and okay, that'll yeah. sort of help you transition out of this. Uh, sure. Yeah. Imagination um, land you're living in. Now, I I've, I am aware. I don't I don't mean to derail this this conversation, but I have realised we're halfway through, and we did uh, probably should have done a time tug, shouldn't we? Is it too late to get the captain in? What, what year did this come out? It was 20, 2019, 2018? Or do we think that's not long enough? 2019 it did, yeah. 2019, sorry. Oh, well, let's ask the captain anyway. Yeah. Captain, what do you do you think? The, the Academy Awards are rigged. <laughs> okay. Now, Captain, you touch on a good thing there because thank, thank you for bringing out the time dog. That's great. Oh, who's is that, that guy? Uh, he's, he's an enigma of the island. Yeah, you should um, chat to him, Steve, at some point. There was quite a lot of protest about this film when it won, like Spike Lee, like yeah, had a yeah, big thing, and yeah. I think that I don't, I don't want to get into it too much because I don't yeah. think it's our place to discuss it because that's not what we're here to talk about. Is that he was protesting the fact, saying you know it's a film about the white man helping the colored yeah. man again. Yeah. And yeah, and I look, I I knew about this watching, and like you say, it's probably not our probably not our place to discuss this um, too deeply. But um, I, I did have that in mind when I was watching. I thought, okay, I can see where these people are, are coming from. But again, I'm not, this isn't me like giving my world opinion on this. I just think having said that, looking at the two characters from a more simplified point of view, just within the film, I do think there's an even exchange of ideas. there. like mm-hmm. Vigo gets as much from Dr. Shirley as, as the other way around. Mm. And I think, I think the focus is again, based on a true story. I don't know how much of this is accurate to the real life story i'm not sure but 
the, the focus is on the, these two people from completely different walks of life who formed a lifelong friendship. And that's the point of the story. I don't think there was, you know, like it's, it's difficult, but I think that's the focus is it's an even exchange. And that's the beautiful thing about it. I'll offer a different opinion because I don't think um, in this particular circumstance that the friendship is central to the story, yes, but what the story is also touching on more deeply is an identity crisis that Donald Shirley is having. Sure. And and the best way to bring that out it is, you know, in 1960s Southern America. So I do think that Spike Lee might be wrong with what he's saying because what Peter Farrelly is trying to do is bring out the 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 absolute inner conflict that Donald Shirley is having. And, and you know, segregated uh, USA is the best way to do that for for a black man of, of, of Donald Shirley's stature. Yeah, sure. You know, he's, he's a person who's caught between two cultures, three cultures, actually. <laughs> yes, you know? actually, yeah. Because he's, he's, you know, he's supposed to be a performer for the, the more progressive northern states. He's supposed to be... A, a black man in the southern states and he's supposed to be a gay man as well you know it's yeah. it's, it's it's super difficult for him i don't think spike lee should really be criticizing you know how this film is portraying you know the the plight of the african-american man in the 1960s i think this does it really really well it really sets up some really devastating conflict tragedy i, for I was yeah, i yeah. was genuinely shocked at some of the things this that, that he experienced because i'm thinking this guy is your guest and yet you're forcing him to go yeah. to an outside toilet just yeah. because of the yeah. color of his skin. And the fact, I mean, the film's called Green Book, which I was like, okay, why is it called that? And it turns out that there was a travel guide yeah. for African-Americans to you know, travel without court or issue through the southern states. Like, like these are the hotels that yeah. aren't going to give you grief about the color of your skin. I think, oh, my God. It's, it's, I it's, learned a lot from this film. I know. I learned yeah. a lot. Yeah. I really wanted to, because I, I had no idea that that was the case. I had, you know, no idea that that was, that ever existed, that kind of, someone had made that going, you can stay at these different places. Mm. I just think that's astounding, like, to think of, you know, that and now, obviously, it's mm. the fact that's that, horrible. And you come back to it, it's based on a true story. You yeah. Know, this yeah. was a true f- friendship that happened. This is the thing that did happen. And you can't take that away from them either. Mm-hmm. So, you know, take it at its face value and I think just enjoy the movie because it is a good movie. It is genuinely... Yeah, I, I was captivated by this. I, I really felt for both the characters, probably more Dr. Shirley, like yeah. he's in a lot more trouble than Vic Vigo is just sort of waltzing through with his accent for the most part. But he, <laughs> he learns a lot, you know, that's sort of his journey, whereas Dr. Shirley has a lot more going on. I really, really cared for him. I really didn't want anything... Every time he turns up to a new place and the further south he goes, it's like, what's going to happen to him? Yeah. yeah and obviously when the, you start realising he's in states where the police are a little more corrupt mm. and sort of they're basically just operating under their own moral compass as opposed to the law, mm. you suddenly go, he's, he's in danger here. I think one of my favourite scenes of this film is when... The, so the radio radiator overheats. So they need, need to pull over. And this is, they're quite into the deep south there. And Tony's working on the engine and Donald sort of steps out for a moment and leans against the car and he's very, very nice suit. Mm. You know, he's looking quite dapper and looks across and he's in, like, in the middle of a field, uh, a group of black people just working the fields and you get that absolute contrast and you feel how uncomfortable Donald Shirley is. Yeah, because like, they're, they're looking across at him being driven by a white man yeah. who's doing all the work. Yeah. And yeah, I agree, that was actually quite a powerful moment, really. I suppose my, my criticism of this is it won the Best Picture Oscar. Mm. And we, we talked a little earlier uh, in our um, Nomadland 
mm. yeah. podcast about uh, whether that was the best picture. I don't think Green Book was the best picture that year. Well, what, what was it up against? Uh, it was up against Black Klansman. I haven't seen Black Klansman. No, it's a I've good film. It's, I've heard it's very good. Black Panther, Bohemian Rhapsody, The Favourite, Roma, and A Star Is Born, and Vice. Okay. That's actually an interesting pool of movies. It is. None of those stand out to me. I Vice seen... does for me, but... Uh, oh, I need to see that. I, yeah, I haven't seen Vice yet. I think Green Book is a great movie, but I don't think it's a best movie. I think it, what it does is it gets a lot of things right, but I don't think it pushes the boundaries of what what film is supposed to be. Okay. Uh, okay. I think what, it, what it, is, it is a really good example of a road movie. Yeah. yeah. It's got really great performances, but I don't think it, it, it does anything to push the boundaries of what cinema can do and the stories that can be told. That, that's fair. I, I'm glad you brought up Nomadland because obviously we, we spoke about that last week and we, we did have a very different kind of... Um, well, difference of opinion on, on that movie, but um, I, I would suggest that I, I would suggest that they're both road trip movies to mm-hmm, a certain extent. Mm-hmm. But I, I think this film, I, last week with Nomadland, I spoke how I felt like they needed more breaks to to mm. break it up mm. the, the broodiness of it. And I think that this film, being a drama slash comedy, for me just personally, is a much better mix. Is a much better way of doing it because I just find that there are moments in Green Book that are horrendous like sort of examinations of what happened in in the 1960s you go that's horrible but then it does break it gives you a little break so you go okay i can breathe out a little bit and then it, and then it, and then you go on and i find that that's a much more effective way of structuring a movie like that whereas nomadland for me like i said last week was a bit too relentless it didn't really let you come up for air so i prefer green book style of, mm-hmm. of telling this kind of story i think i don't think it's the best film of that either no, I, 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 I definitely I don't. don't think I haven't like, seen probably any of the yeah. other movies on that list, so I probably can't comment. I haven't even seen Black Panther. I just think this is a film that's uh, that's got a template that's been done and done to death. It's been done really well. It's been done really well in other circumstances as well. Mm-hmm. But I feel like if you're trying to tell a story about a, a black man who's going through an identity crisis, a great example of that is Moonlight. And I think the way that Moonlight was shot. Well, that's that's a really innovative way of telling a story. It's you know, it's it's three different time periods of a of a young man's life, and you're seeing you know different circumstances that he's going through. I, I don't. Green Book is is a fantastic film, but I just don't think that it really warranted the Best Picture okay. award. That's fair enough. For the most part, we all enjoyed it. So yeah, <laughs> I think you know. What are we going to give this out of five? Five. Oh, it's got to be a KFC buckets, hasn't it? Oh yeah. Green gems yeah. or mm. jade? Jade was, was that it? Jade? I think it was jade. Yeah. It's See, good. I enjoy those. Sorry, just before we do, I enjoyed those moments between those characters. Yeah. That kind of not a jewel, but a kind things that just paid off later on in the movie. Where yeah. They we're both learning stuff from each other. I, I love that because we're on the island. Badly written letters. But, I still think KFC, but I don't want to give a plug to KFC, obviously. But this Let's go chicken buckets. Chicken yeah, buddy. yeah. Chicken yeah. buckets. All right, I'll go first. I'm going to give this, uh, you know, I, I liked, I just liked, the, I enjoyed the film. Like, I sat down with my wife and she was like, yeah, all right, let's watch it. And then hung around. You know, she was like, might have some other things to do. She's like, actually, this is a really good movie. It's two hours long, but, you know, I'm going to sit down. And it's engaging. It's an engaging film that I enjoyed. It's a good road trip film. There are two characters. They come together. They sort out their differences. And it's all for the better. Um, perhaps it wasn't as challenging as I thought it could be. It could have gone a bit harder with some of that. But I'm just going to give it a solid four. Four out of five. I think that's fair enough. I, I would agree with a lot of that. I, I found it, it. I think it is an easy watch, not to like mm. simplify it too much. 
Um, it does it does touch on a lot of um, heavy themes here and there. But no, it's it's a it's a good watch. It's I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I love the music, mm. the the representation of the music of the time. And obviously, he's a pianist. Obviously, Doctor Shirley is is good. Did he do his own piano playing? In this no, movie? he didn't. He didn't. Uh, uh, you didn't notice a terrible CGI head. No, I no, didn't. I didn't. <laughs> no. Okay, watch it back again. It's got okay. a terrible CGI head. Right. Okay. Yeah, I, I love that. I love that the music and I, and I just love seeing these two people from completely different walks of life come together. And the fact that it's a true story, I thought was great. So um, I'm going to give it... Oh, did I... Was there anything I didn't like? I don't think there is. I really enjoyed it. I'm going to give it 4.5 because um, it's not Skyfall. <laughs> oh. uh, I'm going to... Oh, God. Uh, for safety, I'm going to give it a four. I feel okay. like I could give it a three and a half, but I'm going to give it a four. Uh, I felt like they addressed Tony's sort of inner prejudice a little bit flippantly like it's pretty mm-hmm. much solved by the first third of the yeah, film yeah. you know i i really really enjoyed a lot of aspects of that this film it's it's fantastically put together it's it's got a great soundtrack i think mahershala is just <laughs> wonderful vigo is 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 even better because he just he goes always goes 110% into a role yeah always i thought the the ending is very sweet without giving anything away it's just a nice little ending um and i think they 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 do handle the themes around that time around uh, african americans as well even like even italian americans as well mm. they explore them to the nth degree yeah uh so yeah it, it's it's a four for me i think i saw that on netflix uh yeah it's on mm. netflix if you want to watch it and it's also on um i had it on um blu-ray as well oh, don't be confused matthew That's sorry just... I, I had a moment there i just phased out of existence sorry everyone that was a singing moment for me there <laughs> oh that was green book with a 12 and a half out of 15 well deserved, well deserved. yes I, I would say so very solid hey look we've been the trail island podcast you can catch us every wednesday from wherever you get your podcasts there's spotify google apple all manner of things send us a request this was a request and that's why we're doing it and uh yeah it. <laughs> uh, no, definitely see this film, I would suggest. It was great. I've been Alex. I've been joined by... Steven Lip. Matthew. <laughs> and you can catch us on the next episode of the Trailer Island Podcast. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Good night. Ooh, bass line. Ooh. Oh, we're just jamming now. How appropriate, though. I mean, it's music. Yeah, it's music. yeah, yeah. It, it works. Jamming we're still music. going. We are. Uh... Da, 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 da. <laughs> All right, goodbye, everyone. Good everybody. Thanks. This is a Narrative Network podcast.